You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You're listening to BGN Radio with Brandon Lee Gowton and Jimmy Kemsky. Welcome, everybody, to an emergency edition of BGN Radio. I'm Brandon Lee Gowton here with you today. Look, this podcast wasn't going to be recorded in my mind originally. People, however, were clamoring for myself and my special guest. Not really a special guest. I mean, he's special, but okay. I mean, you should expect him to be on the show. <laughs> Benjamin Solak, we're here for an emergency Jersey Reaction Podcast. Ben, how are you feeling to be here right now? Uh, light the beacons. Ring the sirens. I don't know what verb. Turn the sirens on. Muster the Rohirrim. It is Jersey numbers in Philadelphia. The people know what they need. They don't know. They, don't know. they go, Ben, how can I know if the Jersey number is good or not? I said, don't worry. We're going to record. We'll let you know. We're the only people that have verified 100% correct opinions on all jersey numbers in Philadelphia. Ben, that is very true. And I just want to give a shout out to at the Jake Evans X on Twitter, at T Church 316, at Brian B E 34590134, at SMR Chef, so that's Scott McGill, at Incog Brian, at 70 Cal 89. And I'm giving all those people shout outs because those people all requested this podcast. So uh, <laughs> shout out to all right. of you. That's awesome. Yeah. So the Eagles released new Jersey numbers on Friday, April 2nd, for uh, not only the new players that they signed, but also some big changes. Before we get into the, all of this, I want to say, in lieu of a BGN radio right now, a little delayed this week, because there hasn't been much going on in Eagles land, in Eagles world, so we're delayed, so this is what you're getting instead. Uh, hopefully you're listening to it. Uh, I don't know how you're hearing me talking right now, if you're not. <laughs> ben, we have to start with number one. Literally a guy who changed his jersey number from number two to number one, it's Jalen Hurts. This is the big news. This is basically why we're recording this podcast. Yes, absolutely. This is huge. And upon further review, which like further review is two seconds, this is this is awesome. I'm I'm fully into this. I am I am completely bought in on I wore two because Cameron Johnston was wearing one, but also because I was QB2, and then Carson Wentz left to go to Indianapolis, and he's wearing two, but now I'm QB1, and so I'm going to change and become one. Like, it's obviously just because Johnston's not here anymore, and he always wanted to be in one, like he prefers to it, probably, I guess. I don't know. But I'm fully in on narratives and role changes being represented in jersey numbers, completely explicitly the fact that he is now literally one and Wentz is literally two in Indianapolis is gold I think it's tremendous I love it to death 
it is a BWE, big winter energy move, Ben, in, in my opinion. Uh, also, I think it's just a great move. When you look at the numbers of quarterbacks scoring two in the NFL, it's not a good list, Ben. It's Carson Wentz, which I think you had a good tweet about how now Jalen Hurts wearing number one, Carson Wentz wearing number two. Uh, what does it mean? I mean... Just look at the numbers. Uh, Carson Wentz. So many people responded with like, yeah, but two is bigger than one. And I'm like, come on. It's a death chart. One is above two. This is football. Let's go. Come on. Yeah, I mean, this is this could be, be reasonable here. No. Carson Wentz, two. These are, so these are all the quarterbacks in the NFL wearing number two. And a couple of these guys, I think, are free agents still, but going off of last year. Um, and they could wear two again, potentially. So anyway, Carson Wentz now wearing two. Changed from 11, obviously. Matt Ryan. Okay. You know, good quarterback. But here's where it starts to drop off, Ben. Easton Stick. Brian Hoyer, Mike Glennon, A.J. McCarron, Mason Rudolph, Josh Rosen, Danny Etling, and Tyler Huntley. Those are all your number twos in the NFL. For Jalen Hurts to get out of that category and move to number one, I mean, it's just a no-brainer decision. And, I mean, look at what he did at Oklahoma. He was like a Heisman Trophy finalist, right? Moving from number two to number one. So, it's a great move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was the last Eagles quarterback to wear number two? Was it... I like in my head, Matt McGloin wore two when he was here. Yeah, I think he wore three, but I always think of Matt Barkley when I think of oh, Eagles quarterback wearing number two. Yeah, it's and Matt that's Barkley, not good, probably. Yeah, that's not a good thing. That's not a good. It's not a no. good memory. So get away from that, Ben. There's never been an Eagles quarterback who's worn number one ever. It's never happened. Other than like, I think there was a guy. Um, you know, there might have been like some training camp bodies. You know, who right. worn it, but no one like actual who's ever actually you know like appeared in a game, played in the game, significant. Uh, I want to read you some of the names. The former number ones in Eagles history. Obviously, Cameron Johnston, Cody Parkey, Matt McBriar, Gary Anderson, Tony Franklin, Nick Mike Mayer. That guy's got three names? It's a hyphenated last name. Nick Mike Mayer, all right. And then, best of all, Happy Feller. That's a real person? <laughs> That's a real person. Yeah, but no, this is... Okay, so maybe the legacy of twos in Philadelphia is not great, but also the legacy of one... Oh, so the legacy of one is just, like, completely un, unmade. It's just all... That's all specialists. They're all specialists. Yeah. So uh, I like that. I think it's, uh, it's a new era. It's, how a, it's, it's a really strong move. How concerned are you with quarterbacks who currently wear one in the league being, like, Newton, Kyler, and Tua? Hmm. I, I have thought about that before. Mm-hmm. Um, it is kind of concerning. To me, is an elite quarterback number. That's the thing. I don't. I don't know. But it, it. It seems like it's a modern NFL quarterback number. It seems like, like you know, Warren Moon. Everyone knew him for wearing number one. But then it kind of like got away from that, and then it, we didn't really see it as much. But now mm-hmm. it's kind of back. So I think in this new era, I have more hope for it. Hopefully, but uh, it's a it's a fair issue you raise. Right. Because I think when it was just new in like five, six years ago, and Newton was in his prime, and nobody else was wearing one, it was like, all right, that's sick. And then Kyler wore it. I was like, yeah, well, Kyler wore it in college. And, like, we think Kyler's going to be pretty good. Uh, and then, obviously, Newton's gotten older. Uh, and his, his play has dropped off. Kyler is fine. But I don't think he's, like, you know, all electric Kyler Murray. You know, the, the number one. Like, wow, iconic. And then Tua's got it. And there's nothing wrong with Tua. But that's a little bit, like, you know, it's like, okay. Now it's now it's not as, like, it was, it was cool when it was just Newton. And now it's kind of, as it's becoming popularized, I think some of the shine wears off, but it is like, 
if he if he had been two his entire career in college and was now at one, I'd be like, oh, that's that's a little weird. It's the fact that he made the change in college, like when he went from Alabama and transferred to Oklahoma. C.D. Lamb was already wearing two at Oklahoma. That's why he made the change. There was no like real mm-hmm. significance, but he was going from being a QB two at Alabama behind Tua, who's now wearing number one, to being a QB one at Oklahoma, and he was like a Heisman guy, and Oklahoma made the playoffs, and you know, like he was successful there. So right, I think it's. It's got juice. The move has been successfully magical in the past. It's had an impact. And so, yeah, like regular listeners of the feed will know, like I've got nothing uh, against Jalen Hurts, but I didn't, I've yet to be convinced that he's got long-term guy potential. This was a step in the right direction. Three things in my mind, Ben. Number one, shouldn't Tua be wearing number two? I mean, come on. Right. Just for branding. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just right there. Number I'll have two, our people tell his people. We should get on that. Number two, I mean, well, maybe actually we should keep him in number one because then, you know, if he's bad, that's good for the Eagles, obviously, because they right. own the Dolphins pick. We'll figure that one out. Number two, no pun intended, I think some people pointed out that it's a good move by Jalen Hurts because it kind of helps people convert their Carson Wentz jerseys potentially into, you know, Jalen Hurts jerseys. Put some duct tape on the back. You uh, tape up one of the ones or whatever, kind of make an easy bootleg Jalen Hurts jersey. It's not going to look pretty. You're going to have to do some work on it, but it's doable. And number three, is this, and I asked this unironically, Ben, is this the most exciting news of the Eagles offseason? Not the most important news necessarily, or obviously the most significant news, but is it the most exciting positive news this offseason? No, because I was excited about the trade. I liked the trade back. So okay. I was, that's the most exciting. Like, I was like, oh, that, that's cool. That's fun. Like, I think that's good. Is it second then? Yeah, probably, right? <laughs> Anthony Harris really didn't move the needle too much for me. Uh, I, I was happy with the Nick Sirianni hire, but that feels like years ago. That was exciting. Yeah, I barely even remember that. Um, Okay, wait, but can't I? I I'm gonna not answer your question. I'm gonna answer a different question that wasn't posed. Why okay. aren't people just converting their Wentz jerseys into Hertz two jerseys and just Roman numerals in it? When he was two, you just got to make the ones look more mm. like eyes, and Great now point. it's it's Hertz written out, you know, a thousand five hundred years ago. Super fair. That'd be pretty that, that funny. Would my, that would have been my angle. The, the J, uh, Roman numeral Jalen Hurts jersey. I'd have been like, yeah, that's clever. I respect that. I mean, it doesn't seem like out of the realm of possibility in the sense. That, I mean, they do Roman numerals for the Super Bowls, so I don't know. Yeah, why which not? The Super Bowl Roman numerals used to be cool, and now the logos are super boring. But that is true. That's how you should have done it. You should have repurposed your Tebow eleven jerseys into. Wentz 11 jerseys and then to mm-hmm. Hurts 2 jerseys and just try to keep recycling for as long as possible. Uh, and also, yes, this is legitimately exciting news. When I saw it, I was like, this is fun. This makes me happy, which is not yes. like usually an Eagles move. At the very least, I'm like, oh, this is interesting and good content. We're obviously making good content on the number changes because we always do. But I was like, yeah, like this is fun. Like I can't wait to see him wearing number one. That's going to be really cool. So, yeah, I, I guess like it was like it was like organically happy things. Yes, like this is one of the most organically happy Eagles things that's happened in a bit. Which is a statement, an indictment, and other things, but I, I didn't want to bring it into the negative. I just thought I, I was like texting with Seamus, you know, uh, from BGN Radio's own from the Bleachers yesterday, and I was like, is this the most exciting thing? I asked him, or I think I just said definitively, because it, it felt that way to me. I was like, this is exciting. This is fun. Obviously, I don't think everyone loved it. I think I saw a poll 
uh, WIP had, it was like 75% were in favor, 25% weren't. But that's pretty good for, for, for as far as uh, positive moves by the Eagles go. So uh, that was the big news, the big change. Jalen Hurts moving from number two to number one. I want to get into some of these other ones. But before we do, Ben, BGN Radio, I forgot to mention at the top, obviously brought to you by Right to Sell and Craft Jerky. Go to righttosellin.com, use discount code BGN15 for 15% off Craft Jerky and other good things that they have. But uh, another one, Hurts, or not Hurts, that's not your name, Ben. Your name is Ben. Hello. Uh, another one, <laughs> that we, we always go in order, so I figure why not do that here. Khalil Tate, moving from having not a number at all because they only signed him uh, after he was briefly on the team last year as an undrafted, undrafted rookie free agent. He is taking number six. I've seen some people, Ben, on the internet, online, say that he's moving back to quarterback because he has a quarterback number now. That is not true. As far as I understand, he's still a wide receiver. It's just that these bottom of the roster guys don't get real wide right. receiver numbers. And also, yeah, like, uh, how, what was was Greg Ward always in the 80s when he was here? Or wasn't he necessarily like four or something for a while? He, he was like four, he was six. That's what happens yeah. with these. Yeah, exactly. Vanessa yeah. Bailey was three last year. Like, Travis Fulgham was six when he first joined the team because all the other wide receiver numbers were taken. Like, this is just what happens. I, I don't know. Right. If, I guess people don't always know that, and that's fine. You shouldn't necessarily know that. But, uh, yeah, so he's six, whatever. Um, moving on. Oh, I want to say about number six, though, him wearing that. There is talk that the NFL could change some of these jersey number, loosen the restrictions a little bit. We could see more players, like skilled players and whatnot, wearing the single-digit numbers. We'll see if that passes. The Chiefs proposed that, I believe. Uh, that could be exciting. We could also throw a, a big wrench into our jersey number analytics. Like, Ben, we're going to have to change the formula if that happens. It's going to – right. It's going to change – Literally, it's like going to change everything. Uh, I don't know if you saw Jamar Chase, like when he quote tweeted the news and he was like, I think he said like Uno coming back or something because Chase yep. wore number one, right? Like that sort of a thing where like you could have a college receiver who was just like iconic in one or iconic in like seven coming to the league and immediately having that number because it won't be like with the generational change, right? Like Julio Jones will still just like want to stay at 11. Julio Jones won't want to become like six. You know, I just no, that's not cool. So you're mm-hmm. gonna have a, a a whole generation of college wide receivers come in and hold on to their numbers over from college, and that will be really cool. I would love that. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Uh, so yeah, I hope they make the change. Uh, I hope like this change was cool and good, but also they gotta fold defensive tackles into the mix. Nothing sicker than just a three. Like imagine Javon Hargrave in, in two. Oh no, yes, I don't like it. I yes, hate that. No, you're wrong. It's bad no. Take. Bad take. Joe Flacco wearing number seven. He, I, I wanted to ask him in his press conference the other week uh, if what well, he's going to wear because he's literally only ever worn five, for, like forever, in high school, in college, in Baltimore, in Denver, in North Jersey. Like he's only ever worn five, and obviously he knew he wasn't going to be able to wear five in Philly. He, he's, you know, he's he's from here. He knows that Donovan McNabb's number is retired, so he took seven instead. What are your initial thoughts, Ben? Every single time I see any Joe Flacco Eagles thing, I just get more pissed off. Yep, seven is too cool and classic of a QB number for Joe. Why is five not available? McNabb, buddy. Right. Okay. So cool. No five. Whatever. So now he's in seven. <sighs> And it's just, he's still here. And every single article about him, he's like, yeah, I'm excited to come here and compete. You're not competing, Chief. Though maybe you are. I don't know. Uh, I hope you aren't. 
And also, I don't think that seven will look. I think it'll look good, but I'll be mad that it looks good because I don't want him to be wearing a nice quarterback number because I'm upset that he's here. The way I put it is that the shine that Michael Vick put on number seven, and I will say that because you know, for as much as you know, he ultimately didn't get the job done, or you know, things kind of didn't fall his favor. There was legitimate excitement for a little bit when Michael Vick was wearing number seven, and that has since worn off. With Sam Bradford wearing that number, dear God. And then Nate Sudfeld, who Jeffrey Lurie said was literally unstoppable. Or, no, he literally said he was unstoppable. He didn't say yeah. literally unstoppable. Uh, so I, I want to say here, too, that Flacco getting this number, probably confirmation that Sudfeld isn't going to be back. Not that we expected him to be. But just saying, this is further confirmation he's out the door. Mm-hmm. I just think uh, it's it's not – I mean, I don't know what else he really could have done that I would have loved, to be honest. It's not like he had a bunch of great choices, and I think, like you said, Ben, I just don't even want Joe Flacco to be on the team. But uh, number seven doesn't make me feel any better about him. Totally forgot that we're like three weeks into free agency, and Nate Sudfeld has legitimately not signed anywhere, and the Eagles like cited Nate Sudfeld's development as an impressive thing that happened over the last couple of years. No team. Wants well, yeah, it's like it's why did they keep him this long? And also, I remember Howie Roseman like talked about Nate Sudfeld like yes. wanting to test free agency this year as part of why they drafted Jalen Hurts. Yeah, because they're like, yeah, because Nate, you know, like we've really developed Nate, and Nate's going to move on soon. Three weeks into free agency, nobody has signed Nate Sudfeld. So the asking price is just astronomically high. I think he's going to end up on the Colts. He's a he's buddies with Carson Wentz, they're right, exactly. agent. So I would keep, and then they they only have what Jacob Eason really. So don't be surprised when they add Nate Sudfeld. Last one here before we take a break. Aaron Sipas, Ben, do you even know who that is? I learned when I watched the gif of the names and the jersey numbers. Like, guys, Aaron Sipas has a new jersey. And I was like, that's great for Aaron, <laughs> whose name is spelled A-R-R-Y-N. Mm-hmm. He's Australian. Oh, I'm always interested in when a punter's Australian. He's an Aussie punter, not unlike Cameron Johnston. I, I think this is an amazing get, Ben. For Aaron Sipas. I look, this is a guy who I've kind of been hyping up a little bit because he lost out last year in Lions training camp to Jack Fox, who's like the best punter in the NFL, or at least was last year. He's definitely up there. So and he he was reportedly like neck and neck with him. He like he had a good training camp too. They just kept Fox instead. And uh I think Sipas getting eight is fantastic because that's Donnie Jones' old number. So I think that's a great sign for his chances of winning a punter battle assuming the eagles sign another punter they he's the only one on the roster right now right he's the only one under contract correct and he got eight yeah you're right no that is a good sign Ugh. shout out donnie bones jones man that was yep. better there's a better era better time when donnie left it was the beginning of the end we should really honestly that's true i would love to look back and make that whole case that the beginning of the end was the eagles cutting donnie jones well it was a weird thing because remember like they they were like, all right, he's retiring. He's out, like, bye. Like, they, right. it almost is like they wanted to give him a send-off, but I don't think he wanted to retire because then he, like, unretired, and then he made them cut him so he could, like, go punt for the Chargers. So it was like they tried to force him in retirement. Yep. And this was the, this was the first, this was the, 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 the final crack in the dam, and the rest of the Eagles stars said, you know what, if you're going to force Don, Donnie Jones to retire, we're just going to not be good at football anymore. There was a I whole say, multi-year com- conspiracy. I will say that Donnie Jones punted in the Super Bowl, and the Eagles won. And the Patriots didn't punt, and they didn't win. So, analytics always punt if you have Donnie right. Jones. Oh, yeah, very true, Ben. Let's take a quick break here. Uh, obviously, again, BGN Radio sponsored by Right to Sell and Craft Jerky. Go to righttosellin.com. Discount code BGN15 for fifteen percent off. And we will be back after 
this. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Back here on BGN Radio, the emergency edition for Jersey Number Analytics. It's not the entire roster. We'll do that after the undrafted rookie free agent signings are made and they give out all the rookie numbers and that'll be probably hopefully in may sometime maybe june we'll see that'll be there for you but we're doing this one right now for you because you're the people who requested it and we love you so this is for you all right ben next number quez watkins this is a big one quez watkins previously number 80 and we're going to get to 80 later on. So I'll save my thoughts on that maybe for later. But he is moving to 16, which is what he wore in college. This is an upgrade, right? Yes, absolutely. Uh, I don't know if you can make the claim this is big because this is it is Quest Watkins. But I do agree with you in the sense that uh, 80 never made sense for him in terms of his like frame and his play style. 16 makes a lot more sense. And it was your college number, which I think always is a good juju decision. Uh, he is now... Okay, who would you rather have right now? Watkins at 16, Hightower at 14, knowing what we know about both players. I would rather have Watkins wearing number 16. Yeah, exactly. Me too. All right. So yeah, he's passed John Hightower on the depth chart. Congratulations. So like you said, we're in college. Now, the history of Eagles players wearing number 16 as a whole, not even just wide receivers, isn't great. There's only one player in franchise history who wore it for more than three seasons. So that's a little concerning. And that was four-time Pro Bowler Norm Sneed. Now, up, Norm. The, most, the most recent players to wear number 16 include Deontay Burnett, Matt uh, Collins. Uh, DeAndre Carter. DeAndre Carter. Bryce Treggs. Bryce Treggs. Yes. Say 022. Brad Smith. And Chad Hall. So, did Mac didn't the, wear sixteen when he was here? Mac Collins? Mac, he did. He wore six. Well, he wore ten originally, and then they re-signed Deshaun, and then that forced Mac to switch right. to sixteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I forgot about Sejia Jared Tutu. I, I like I I remember being like he's gonna be a core special teamer for them, and then he got cut mm-hmm. like days later. Well, he got hurt. He he, he, he did oh, play, he but he, he got okay. hurt, and also probably just wasn't good. So anyway, that's great. Uh, I, I like it personally. I think it's stock up for Quez Watkins. Let's move on to the next number, Andrew Adams, number twenty-one. Andrew Adams getting number twenty-one is a pretty good get for a guy who might not even make the roster. Like minimum signing, depth safety, special teams guy. That's uh, Jalen Mills' old number. So I feel like I have nothing more to say about that. <laughs> Right. I feel like both he and then Harris, who Anthony Harris went from 41 to 28, right? 
Yes. I think both of them got numbers where you're like, oh, dang, good numbers, yeah. good players. They're going to contribute. And then you look at them, you're like, oh, man, no, this is just because the Eagles have absolutely no good players. That 28, which is an iconic number, was available for Anthony Harris. And 21, which is another great number, was available for Andrew Adams. Like, it's just like, oh, no, it's because the roster is bad. Anthony Harris, I think going from 41, though, to 20, is a, it's, it is a stock up for him. And... Uh, you know, you know, Will Parks obviously wore twenty last year. You might not remember that because he wasn't on the field a lot. But that, I feel like that's not good for, because we were all like Will Parks twenty eight that locked that in. That's solid. That's mm-hmm. a good sign. And then it wasn't. So maybe it's not if you're believing in the previous bad juju. I just I believe in the strength of the number over history of time. I just like the number. I, I, Earl Wolf wasn't even that good here, but like I don't know. I just liked the look of that. I Wolf think I looked good in twenty eight. Yeah, it's just a it's a good look on the right player, and I think too, you know, Will Park's more of like what, like an in the box kind of nickel guy. Like you're not playing him on the back end as much, right? Like I, I think that number on more of like a free safety roaming on the back of the defense. I kind of think that's the fit. I'll be honest, I liked I liked Harrison forty one. I thought it like he made it into his thing. I thought mm-hmm. that was cool. You know, like obviously forty one isn't a classic number, but like. If you asked me, like, in the league, like, oh, number 41, I would immediately be like, yeah, Anthony Harris. He's, like, kind of rocking that. Like, that's his vibe. 28, I don't know. Like I said, it's too, like, standard and good for a player like Anthony Harris. I feel like it's just, like, a little bit of a unique guy, and 41 was working well for him. I think it's a fair point. I think the thing here is, like, 28 is objectively, like, a good number, but... For him, in this specific situation, I think you could argue it's a downgrade because, like you said, I think that's a good point about, like, especially him coming up from an undrafted rookie free agent, so he kind of had to start with a bad number, and then right. he kind of made it into a good one. I, do I think see that. I see that. Yeah, that's a good point. If he drops AFA. off, if he drops off and he's, like, bad this season, I think it's clear that the jersey number was to blame. 36 is Shaquille Taylor. I think that was the first official signing of the Nick Sirianni era. Just like defensive back for the Colts, depth guy. I think when people see 36, they always think of Brian Westbrook and they wonder how that number isn't retired. And that's all I have on Shaquille, Shaquille Taylor. I don't know, to be honest. Uh, Okay. Who was in 36 previously? Wasn't it like one of the the DBs? I forget. I feel like at one point, a 36 came onto the field last season. I was like, oh, we're really scraping the bottom of the barrel now. Rudy Ford, I think. Was it Rudy? Yep. Rudy Ford, starting corner, Philadelphia Eagles, Week 17. Never forget. That is true. Uh, I skipped over one in chronological order. My bad. Craig James. This surprised me, Ben. He was 39 previously. And I I like that number for a special teams guy, special teams captain, mind you, and like a backup corner. He's now 31, which probably confirms Nickel Roby Coleman, who I didn't think was going to be back. Definitely not going to be back because that was the number he wore last year in Philly. Uh I don't like it because I think, while it's almost like the Harris thing where objectively I think 31 is a better number than 39. It's like a starting caliber player number. But like Craig James, that's not who you are. And I get like maybe, you know, you have confidence. You're aspiring to be more. There's a gaping hole at cornerback two on the Eagles roster right now. So why couldn't Craig James in theory start out there just based on what is on the roster (laughs) today as we are recording. But with that said... Uh, I, I think it's like a, getting a little too big for your britches kind of thing. And I think you should just kept 39. It's funny. I feel the, like, I agree with you. It's like the Anthony Harris thing, but I feel the exact opposite. I'm like, yeah, mm. I'm very happy for Craig James. I think it's because I think 39 is just a super ugly number. 39 just looks bad. And 31 looks way better. So I think they're like, yeah, like that. that's good for Craig James. Craig James is like, I'm a real person on this roster now. Uh, 
everybody else is getting numbers above their weight, above their punching weight, especially in the secondary because we have no talent. I'm going to take 31. It's like, yeah, man, you go take 31, Craig James. 39 is ugly. You're a captain now. You don't got to wear an ugly number. Rock it. Tyree Jackson. Did you like Tyree Jackson as a quarterback prospect at I all, did. Ben? I thought he was a good developmental quarterback prospect. He has an absolute hammer of an arm. Uh, now that he's a tight end, which is signified by this move, still, I mean, he's still huge and, and big and Logan thomas I don't think he's, like, fluid at all. His problem is hmm. pretty stiff. But, hey, you got to throw somebody the Hakeem Butler red zone target. Can't throw to Hakeem anymore. Tyree yeah, Jackson. Oh, he's, he's still on the roster? roster? Yeah. All right. Well, just throw to Tyree instead because that'll be more funny. <laughs> On fourth and one with uh, in a red zone, high stakes. Yeah. Division game, division, uh, division title game. on the line. Na- national game, too. National Butler, it's got to be, man. It's, it's analytics say. Oh, God. Uh, Tyree Jackson wearing number 80. I think 80 is a really bad number. Uh, I was looking up 80s across the league. It's, it's not even great across the league at, at first glance of what I saw. On the Pro Football Reference, I think of Ab- Adam Zaruba, former Canadian rugby league player who wore I like number Zeruba eighty. He was fun. The the last Eagles tight end, not in training camp, you know, on actually on a roster to wear number eighty was Reggie Johnson back in nineteen ninety five. So there's really no history of this number. I I don't love the font. I always say this, Ben. When we talk about jersey number analytics, it comes up at least once in the conversation. I just don't like the Eagles jersey number font in general, really, to be honest. Because like the sixes look like eights, the eights look like zeros. The zero, like it's just the, all the numbers look too similar. Right. And the the eighty just looks ugly to me. So look, he's you know he's a back of the roster guy. Uh, he's gonna have to earn his number, a better one, if he you know develops successfully or transitions from tight end or quarterback to tight end. So I'm sure he'll change it potentially down the road if he if he can make that transition. But I, I just don't love it. He could have gone with 85, although I'm guessing because he didn't, the because that would have been a way better number. I'm guessing uh, the Eagles still might re-sign Richard Rodgers because right. they kept 85 open. Can we talk about how? 80 itself is going from Quez Watkins, who's what, 5'10", 170 something, to Tyree Jackson, who's 6'7", 245. <laughs> 80's got to cover some more ground now. He's got a little bit more, uh, a little bit more surface area to get across. The uh, jersey doesn't fit on yeah, it. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> because they only make one size, they change the nameplate. Um, but no, that's, so it's a big, big move up for 80 in terms of his work. But I agree with you. Yeah, I think why, like, Somebody, some tight end for the Eagles needs to wear a number in the 40s so as to mm. emphasize to the Eagles' tight end room that 40 looks good. Like, the, the 40 numbers look better than the 80s numbers, right? I mean, basically, it was just early Burton. He's the most recent tight end. Like, when, when he was, like, he changed to 88 before the Super Bowl year, but he used to be in 47, and he definitely looked better in 47. And I'm not sure if Tyree would look good because 40 is usually more of, like, an H-backy sort of a number at tight end mm-hmm. but like somebody in the eagles tight end room has got to break the seal here and just like strap on 45 and then just go out there and rock it and i swear it'll look better than the 80s numbers do i think you have to be certain kind of tight end to wear a number in the 40s i think trey burton was like the perfect i actually didn't really love when he changed to 88 even though yeah i agree the Super Bowl that year no he, like, was, he was good like perf- 47 yeah. was good for him yeah and i agree like i like it wouldn't look great on on jackson he's too tall he's too big but like Richard Rogers, just be like, listen, I'm 45. No. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be good. 
we don't really see 40s tight ends anymore, right? Like, I'm thinking back, Dallas Clark was what, 44, right? 44, yeah. But, but like all your, like Kittle, what, 85? Kelsey is, what, 87? Um, Hunter Henry, like all these, all these, like premier top of the market tight ends are in the 80s, right? Ertz, 86. I can't think of guys in the 40s. Maybe I'm overlooking someone, but. Did, um, Hmm. In the, in the Chiefs' proposed rule, were tight ends included? Uh, I did not see off the top of my head. Let me it look here. Is... I, can... I see. I saw the headline was defensive backs, linebackers, running backs can wear single digit numbers. Fullbacks, now. tight ends, H backs, and wide receivers would all be allowed to wear just single digits. Oh, okay. oh man, imagine just Tyree Jackson just rocking like five. See, that's nice <laughs> fun. That or, you're yeah, gonna retire it. Nav. He's rocking four. I think it'd be great. <laughs> Last one, Ben. Javon Hargrave, Javon Hargrave, I think it is actually, sorry. Mm-hmm. He was previously 93. He's now moving to 97. I think that's a good move for him. Obviously, yes. Malik Jackson used to wear number 97. 93 has had some bad luck in terms of injury on the defensive line. I think about going back a bit, but Javon Hurst, you know, he had the injury in 2006. I think about Timmy Jernigan, who had yep. injury issues and his career almost ended. Uh, so yeah, I think getting away from 93 and I think Javon, Har- Javon Hargrave had stayed pretty healthy in Pittsburgh all those years when he was wearing that number, he came to Philly, he started wearing number 93 and then he got hurt. So, well, so he wore 79 move. in Pittsburgh. Did he? Yeah. He wore 97 in college and then he wore 79 in Pittsburgh. And I don't know okay. if, so he's flipping. Yeah, you're right. So he's flipping the numbers though. Yeah. Which I'm trying to think is Cam, I think Cam Hayward yeah, Cam Hayward was ninety seven and has always been ninety seven. When they so when they drafted Hargrave, he had to make a change. Mm-hmm. He just flipped the numbers to seventy nine, which that's awesome. I like that. Instead of being like, I'll be ninety two, he was like seventy nine, I'm a tackle now. Uh and it worked for him. He's just big old nose guard wearing seventy nine. Uh comes to Philadelphia, Astro Rock ninety three, rightfully ousts Malik Jackson, and now he's in ninety seven. Yes, no, this is this is good for Javon Javon Hargrave. He's gonna be better now and healthier now than he was last year because of the number change both he like the biggest changes to me are hurts the first one we talked about from two to one yeah and then hargrave going from 93 to 97 okay for her it's probably hurts watkins and hargrave for me are the are and obviously those are really just the biggest name mm. names on this list in general um my final thing on hargrave ben is that hargrave looks pretty small out there like he doesn't look like prototypical nfl defensive tackle i feel like just like he's not He's not like big. He's he's a smaller guy, um, so I think being in a bigger number could potentially fool opponents into thinking he's bigger and therefore better. Boom. I feel like he's like squatty, but I still feel like he's pretty big. He's a wide he's not like dude. tall though. Yeah, he's six two. And he, by contrast, Malik Jackson was like what, like six five, six yeah, six. Yeah, no, like, totally Jackson, different build. Ninety-seven is a great look for him because he's like a tall guy, and it's just the ninety-seven. It's just it just works for him. I know we disagree um, on this, but the Eagles' defensive line is so close to having just an elite aesthetic across the board, and it's ruined by Brandon Graham wearing fifty-five. It's such a good number for him. It's my it's the hottest number. take, but I still stick to it. It is in a vacuum, but like the what Eagles' should he D be line wearing? now is ninety-six, ninety-seven, ninety-one, and fifty-five. What should Brandon Graham be wearing if not fifty-five? <sighs> no, 94, should... ninety-four looks good on sweat. Uh, like if you uh no it's, he has to wear he's it's 55 it's what he has to wear it's what he wears See? his number yeah the only thing that could happen and i don't think this would happen to be clear but like the estate of jerome brown or reggie white <laughs> would have to like come out and be like all right brandon graham is allowed to wear that number 
And right, yeah. so you're looking at 99, which I think could work, or 92 at that point. But, you know, obviously not going to happen. Ben, any final thoughts? What's the best number available? Do you have your full sheet up or no? Like, I'm just trying to think. Like, Eagles draft a rookie wide receiver. What's yeah. he going to rock? That's a good question. Is 17 available I mean, for Waddle? It would be, yeah. Because, I mean, Alshon's gone. There you go, baby. Jalen Waddle, Philadelphia Eagles drafted, 17. What's Rager wearing again? 18? That'll be a good aesthetic. Yeah. That'll be nice. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. What if okay. they draft Devontae Smith? Ugh. Every Six number every number is bad for Devontae Smith. We should actually talk about this because, like, in terms of the Eagles' stock for players, they shouldn't draft Devontae Smith because he won't look good in any number. He's way too skinny. I think he'd look good in 10. Still, like, even, like, 10 is about as thin as you can get. 10 or 11. Oh, he should rock 11. Oh, no, he should wear 11. <laughs> yes. Absolutely, yes. Okay, if Devontae wears 11, he can pull that off. But even like 10 or 12 is too, to me, it's too it's too thick. He's such a thin person. But 11 is thin enough yeah. that he would be, oh, it would look so good. Oh, I would laugh. I just think back to Deshaun. You know, obviously Deshaun was super thin too when he came into the league. And I just think like he made 10 work. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll have plenty of time to talk about that if and when the Eagles draft him or not. We'll see. Um, obviously, thank you for listening to this. Uh, uh, we love the, uh, there's no honestly, Ben, there's no episodes that I love to do more than a Jersey number analytics podcast because people love them. They're fun. They're so meaningless in terms of actual significance, but yet they are entirely meaningful. And honestly, it's really the only podcast you should listen to on this network. If you're ever going to listen to only like I was about one to year. Say, uh, also listen to the other ones, please. But yes, listen, listen to every other one. But if you had to by law, for some reason to listen to one, like this is the one you would listen to. Um, thank you for joining us here on BGN radio. Again, we'll have an episode with Jimmy Kemsky and myself. I don't think that's the way you say it. And me and I, Jim, Jimmy Kemsky and Brandon Lee Gowden. <laughs> Who is do me? An episode. <laughs> <laughs> it was me we'll do an episode in the near future here again it's kind of been a slow eagles week so uh we're waiting on that one a little bit uh ben will be doing some things hopefully that'll be good look forward to that um rachel is putting out a new series of daily btn radio podcast uh, kind of morning updates and such so check those out there's already one in the feed as i am recording this and check out bleeding green nation because you should and check out Right to sell and craft jerky by going to right to sell.com using discount code BGN15 for 15% off checkout. Ben, this has been the podcast. I'll talk to you next time. Go, birds. BGN. Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement. Support for this podcast came from SAS. Data is everything. And now everything is data which means more to process, more to analyze. And now more than ever, speed to answers matters. So how do you produce those answers as fast as the world produces data? With SAS Viya. 
the quickest way from a billion points of data to a point of view. It's a more productive data and AI platform that helps you get more done. Learn more today at sas.com slash VIYA.